Do we need to record today? Yeah, unfortunately. But we're going on vacation. That's why we need to record today. I'm on a vacation from this podcast. Too bad. Okay. Because honestly, I was... I just finished reading this, the last bit of The Power of Six. And you told me it was bad. No, I said I'm getting really pissed at John. Uh, okay, so here's the thing. I don't usually get mad at characters when you it's good. You usually don't read. When it's a good program, I don't get All mad at characters. All you watch is anime. You're telling me you weren't mad at Aaron Yeager in the last season of Titan? No. I don't... I, it's not that I agree with what he did at all, or... Yeah, the final season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really? Come on, let me see what you... <laughs> no, no, it's like, I don't agree with what he did at no, all, yeah. but I'm not mad at him either. Well, we... You and I process emotions differently. And here's the thing, is that it's hard for me to remember because I'm a grown-ass adult now. I'm really close to my brain not stopping, like, developing. Like, it's gonna be set... Been to lots of therapy for multiple reasons. I would say I'm pretty emotionally mature. It's really hard for me to remember that these fuckers are 16. Yeah. And they're, like, saving the world. I'm like... Like, you'll see what I mean when I get there. And you're just gonna be like, okay, I can see why you're mad at John a little bit. Yeah. It's just, like, again, they're kids. Yeah. So, like, the level of, like, selfishness is different. And, like... A lot. Know. Well, yeah, because, I mean, they're, they're again, they're kids. They just, I don't know, kids are selfish. It's kind of a thing. Yeah. Like, it's I'm not being, like, mean to them. It's just kind of who they are. But anyways, so today we're going to finish up the power of six. Um, we ended on, like, chapter seven, 16 last time around, so this is chapter 17 we're going to start on. More like the power of 69. Tell me what happened last time. Oh my god, I can't because they just flip, flop, flip, flop, flip, flop. Oh my god. They did that again. This is why it was really hard. It, I was struggling to read this last bit. Yeah. Because within the same chapter, there's multiple switches. Oh my god. So it was just taking me a really long time. Um, okay, I'm giving you two to three sentences per, per switch. That's all I that's all I could do. Yeah. For like those chapter switches cuz I was like it just felt really unnecessary. Is it because it is? Yeah, I get like like I think I said earlier that I think like full POV switches in books are lazy, but that's not always the case. Well, you kind of think of it as like two storylines at TV shows. Yeah. But also that kind of sucks. Yeah. Like, sometimes, like, if it's written poorly, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Is that stinky throwing a fit? <laughs> Our cats have the morning zoomies, even though it's 10 o'clock. Um, everybody, we have, again, four cats, and they are all they all have their morning zoomies. So do you remember anything that happened last time? Um, the nun one got, found the chest. Yeah. Um, John... Are going to like what Minnesota or some shit? No, no, they're in Florida, and the house just exploded. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, so you were right, Marina. They just found their chest, her chest. Look at me, gender neutral queen. <laughs> and John saw the house explode after yeah. his romantic walk with Six. Yeah. Okay, so John, his POV, 
He rushes into the burning house. But Sam, who's kind of turning into a badass extraordinaire, has already gotten everything important out. And Sam's like, the Moogs are there. And it's like, yeah. Oh my god, what? <laughs> Duh. Um, so, uh, John opens his chest. There's, like, this diamond dagger that he starts relying on. And the handle extends to wrap around his whole hand. So it's hard for him to drop it. Hmm. Um, he gets, John gets his ass kicked. While Sam steps in and kind of levels one of the Moogs just with, like, his bare hands. Just punches a motherfucker. Yeah. Like I said, he's really turning into a kind of a badass extraordinaire. Half Moog. What? Half Moog, calling it. Calling it. Um, before John finishes it off, they go find Six, who's fighting two other Mogadorians, and she's conjuring up a storm to boot. She can control all four elements, but I only see her doing storms. Yeah. And I also don't understand how elemental control leads to lightning. Yeah. Also, honestly, storm's the lamest way you could... Yeah, like, you can literally suck, like, Avatar is all I yeah. can think. You can literally suck the air out of someone. Bloodbending? Yeah. Okay. So, I guess in firebending, they They, they do can do lightning, yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> electricity, no, lightning. Um, well, they do use it, like, as a power plant. Oh, yeah. In the... Um, in Korra. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I love Korra. It's such a cool steampunky yeah. take on the next chapter of Avatar. As she's conjuring up the storm, they hear sirens, so they've got to book it, which they do. They sprint, and, like, they just throw Sam over the shoulder. Oh, shit, it's the cops. It's the popo. And um, they start driving, and about 15 minutes into their drive, Six pulls over, and she's like, we gotta look for the bug in the car. Yeah. And John's, like, still beat up, and he's like, I can't. And she's like, okay, your options are look for the bug or die. Yeah. Dog. Yeah, it's not a... This is not a request. No, Six is so practical, too. She's like, I get that you're hurt. This is our option right Hurry now. Hurry up. Yeah. Yeah. And they do find a bug, and they don't... They just find the one. So they put it on another truck to give them a bit more time. Yeah. Which is really smart thinking. Like, obviously, John and Sam are completely in fucking la-la land. Mm-hmm. Like, not having done any of this. Sam, then he's like... They're driving a little bit, and he's like, okay, guys. Hey... I'm not doing well. And they're like, what's wrong? And he's like, so remember that sword I got during the fight? Yeah, it was because it was stabbed into my leg. And they're freaking out, but, you know, they have their magic healing rock that works on Sam. So, check. Magic healing rock works on Sam. Easy peasy. Julio. So he's all healed up. Um, Sam's, like, missing home a lot, but decides to stay with them. And they're just like... Let's decide to go where the wind goes. Does he have people at home? Sam has his mother. And she... Is freaking out. <laughs> massive panic attack, calling the FBI, all that kinds of stuff right now. Like, yeah. I mean, she's a pretty normal... Like, she's just a woman. She's a mom. Yeah. Um, she's also kind of overprotective because Sam's father disappeared when he was seven. Yeah, so. that, that, that would do it. Mm-hmm. So, I feel really bad for her. Yeah. Of course. But they're going where the wind takes them, and after a few days of moving around, they settle in Maryland, about three hours from the Moogs and about four hours from Paradise, Ohio. And John's like, oh, so close to Paradise. Oh, shut My up. My girlfriend's there. Shut yeah, up. Sam's mom's there. Yeah, Sam's full-ass mother, who he's known his whole life, not three fucking months. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, John, like I said, John pisses me off these last yeah. little bit. He he gets so much better. There's a lot of, like, development because there fucking has to be. Yeah. 
But um, that is the good thing with um, like YA novels is there is character development baked into it. Yeah, like you can't not have it pretty yeah. much. Um, where are they? Okay, so while they're in Maryland, John finally decides to open the letter. Except for Twilight. That's true. Um, he's, Henri's like, hey, in this letter, I wrote this the day you say, <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, if you're reading this, I'm dead. So sorry. Um, but he wrote it the day John saved him in Athens, which I think is kind of cute. Yeah. Um, he starts off by like telling John about his parents, Lyron and Lara. Lyra and Lara? Lyron? Lyron and Lara? Lara. Yeah. Bad names. We're naming our daughter Lyra. Yeah. So kind of close. But it's not Lyra. And he was like a happy boy. And he's like, hey, we weren't at the airfield by happenstance. Which John's like, yeah, I know. I asked you that question, like, right (laughs) off the bat. Yeah. And you fucking lied to me. I was like, why are we here? And you were like, (laughs) oh, just a coinky dink. But he says the ten of them, there were supposed to be ten. There were only nine. Were chosen at birth by Lori and by the planet. Just stay with me for a minute. To assume the roles of the ten elders. And that they're going to grow super extra strong. And he's like, we also didn't go to paradise by chance. When we landed on Earth, we met nine human allies who were supposed to assist us with our transition to Earth. And the man who met John and Henri. Sam's dad. Malcolm Good, Sam's dad. Yeah. He's like, hey, I uh, believe that Sam could be right. Malcolm could have been abducted. Which, honestly, fuck Henri for keeping that a secret. If Okay, if I was Sam, I'd walk the fuck out. Literally. Fuck you guys. You got my dad kidnapped. Yeah, you I'm here. You got me stabbed through the fucking leg. My mom's alone. Yeah. Yeah. And so the first thing he does after wallowing in self-pity for a little bit is just hand the letter to Sam. And he's like, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't know about any of this till just now. And then he leaves Sam alone to process. Which... Is relatively mature, considering the circumstances. Yeah. And, you know, he's just sitting alone, and Six comes out to talk to her, and John tells Six about this whole Sam dad story, which is not his story to tell. Yeah. Especially not now, and pisses me off. I don't know. It's kind of like... Well, like the whole thing, not just the stuff that was in the letter. Oh, Like how Sam's glasses are his dad's glasses, and he carries them because his dad disappeared... Like, that kind of thing. Not like, hey, did you know that Sam's dad is one of the nine humans who met us? Yeah. Also, you can't just wear glasses. No. Yeah. You can't just wear prescription glasses of someone else. And they're significantly thick prescription glasses. Yeah, that's not really how that works. Yeah. So, Sam's out hanging out with them now. And Six reads the letter. And she's like, OMG, this is crazy. Do you remember me from Lorianne? Our parents were best friends. Which, like, not... Cool. Not really what the intent of the letter was. Oh my was. god. And then that makes John remember that Henri was like, oh, your parents' best friend's daughter was on the ship with us. And they wanted you to get together. Again, Sam's dad. Weird fucking thing. We talked about it before, but that's fucking weird. It is weird. It's just... Don't from birth try to set up your child with your friend's child. Yeah. Just let things, just let them be friends if they want to be. Yeah. So, um, at this point, Sam's like, hey, we need to go back to paradise. I feel like when my, my dad, before he left, Sam was just like seven. 
he's like, he built this sundial in the backyard and always used to tell me that if anything were to go wrong, my life could be saved by the sundial or some shit like that. Yeah. So he's like, now that I know this full story, I wonder... more sense. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder if the sundial has something to do with the legacies and all that shit. So they decide to go back to paradise. Bad fucking move. Super immature decision. Bad fucking move. This it also pisses me off. But what I'll say, what they're hoping to get from this is some sort of like translit transmitter that the nine human allies. E. phone home. Type yeah, shit. some something to like help them navigate things. They don't they don't know what the transmitter will have. They're just looking for a lead at this point. Mm-hmm, pretty much. We're back to Marina. Oh my god! And this is one of the chapters. Or sections that's, like, split up Okay, is her part important in this book so far? Like, at all? No. Does it get important? Yes. Okay. Her part... Okay, so I'll say Marina... What we're learning right now for about Marina is she's number seven. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, she doesn't have a good sapon. Mm-hmm. Cool. And I will say that there's a character in her story who is of valuable importance. The kid. Yeah. And do you want to take a guess on it, or are you good? I said Moog, so. You think of the kid's Moog? Yeah. Okay. Or um, kid of the nine that helped them from uh, Paradise. Yeah. Like Sam? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Marina, um, again, she's at the chest. So, she's anxious because, hey, she's got the chest back, but she also whooped some ass with her legacies and she could be found out. Yeah. She runs into Ella in the bathroom and they're like, tonight was our little secret, which, like... Don't, don't say that to a kid. Never say don't, that to a child. Don't say that to a child. Um, and then she runs into Adelina and Adelina's like, fuck you, I can't believe you got the chest out. It was my job to help you with that. And Marina's like, fuck you! Help me? It was your job to help me out. And she's, like, crying. She's like, you're fucking absent. You don't even notice that I get bullied. Like, yeah, I'm having a hard fucking time. And you're just over here like, God will save us. Yeah. And how are these bullies not getting fucked up by the curse? Again. I know. I don't know. It's mostly emotional bullying and, like, mental. No. Um, more like girl bullying versus boy bullying. You don't know who your mom is. You also... What? We're all orphans. <laughs> you don't know who your mom is. Um, So Marina starts to cry and Adelina hugs her, but she's like, hey, I have to go. Cool. Cool bonding session about how I'm not there for you. I gotta go. Literally. But she kind of is like, we'll talk about this later. So Marina feels like a spark of hope in her chest because, of course, she would want to hope. Um, and then she later learns that Ella might be possibly getting adopted, which freaks her out. So she heads into town and she finds a sick cat and heals him up. This is her second time using her like healing abilities on a living being. Well, they did it. She did it on plants, but yeah. The, I and those fr- counted. Living from the animal kingdom. <sighs> yeah. We're, sorry, guys. We didn't mean to offend any plants out there. We're just trying to be as PC as we can. Oh my god, liberals these days. <laughs> Always trying to cancel people who don't even remember that plants are living beings. Um, 
Where was I? She runs into Hector and Hector's sick mom. And she like does like a walking bit. And then she decides that, hey, I'm going to break into Hector's house and heal his sick mother. Um, and while she's healing his sick mother, she's got like cancer and um, Parkinson's. So she she's like, the sickness didn't want to leave her. Which like, yeah, those two kind of don't yeah, yeah, usually kinda, do that. Those kind of stay. But she steals some random pills that say they may cause drowsiness. Radical. And decides that she's going to get the chest Roofie open. Roofie that bitch. She's going to roofie somebody. Back to John. Oh, he's all in love. All he can think about is Sarah. And even more now so because they're on their way to Paradise, Ohio. Oh, he's so in love. Hey, John. He also has, like, fun. And he's in the backseat of the car playing with, like, the globe set that he got from Henri in his chest. Yeah. Yeah. Back to Marina. That's how quickly we change. Oh, my God. Um, Marina's drugging people now. She preps some tea for Adelina, who seems more cheerful and even, like, kind of gives her, like, a little wink, like, a, we've got a secret. And she's like, hey, I'm going to be sleeping in the children's quarters to watch over them tonight. Maybe we can, like, continue our conversation. So Marina's like, shit, I kind of feel bad drugging her now. But I wouldn't. She's betrayed you at every single opportunity she could. Yeah. <sighs> so anyways, Adelina... She's the- only thing she hasn't done is rung up the Moogs. Literally. Adelina and her sneak out, but Adelina's, like, obviously feeling the drugs. So Marina uses her telekinesis to, like, bring Adelina with her. And Adelina's, like, in a drug. She's like, look at you using your telekinesis. I'm a grown woman. <laughs> and then she's like, I'm sleepy. And Marina's like, tell me how to open the chest. She's like, both of our hands. And Marina uses her hand to open it. John, presumably at the same time. The seven orbs he has hovering from his chest. Um, which are he's just in the back of the car, so like super non conspicuous. Yeah. Like um they're getting brighter and they have to pull over and then the orbs merge all into one ball that looks like Earth. And there's little there's this little pinprick of light in Spain. And they decide it might be another one of them. Obviously. What the fuck else would it be? Literally. Back to Marina. Hey, guys, go to this Chili's in Spain. Chili's in Spain? Yum. Back to Marina. Adelina is conked, but she's able to go through the chest and finds a really cool crystal. It's red and it's glowing and it's humming and it's growing hotter. And she's like, Adelina, Adelina, something's wrong. And then the crystal falls. Back to John. Sam feels confident that it's another one of them because how else would they like they there what had the to fuck be else would it yeah be? <laughs> there had to have been some kind of um communication device yeah which again Sam is like smart as shit to be able yeah. to like think on his feet but they argue and they're like it could be a trap and then they hear a female voice yelling Adelina help in Spanish and then the signal is cut out back to Marina the rock is not glowing anymore and she can't figure more things out because the door to, like, the area she's in opens and she starts to freak out. Do you know what would be cool about this book if Adelina's uh, point of view was all in Spanish? Marina's? Yeah. 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 That would be cool. Because they're kind of like... So I'll say there's another kid in, like, India, um, another one of them, but the rest of them were mostly in America. Mm-hmm. I think number three was in Kenya at the end, but... Um, I'll also point out that... Well, they all look white, so... Yeah. It kind of, like... 
with how racist Japan is, you'd stick out. <laughs> yeah, true. If you were in Japan mm-hmm. and looked white. So it yeah. kind of makes sense. It's just interesting, nonetheless, that... I don't know. I think stuff like this is, like, cool. Like, do you remember that um, series It was, like, something eight, where, like, eight different people got their... No, it doesn't matter. I just think it's interesting when the language... I do know what you're talking about. Where the... Yeah. yeah. When the language is, like... It's not a barrier, but it's a barrier. Mm-hmm. But... It exists. Yeah. Language... Different languages exist. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, that's what pisses me off about, like, space shows when everybody just speaks English. And it's they're like, well, like, it's common. I'm like, cool. Are we going to acknowledge that they probably speak another fucking language Yeah. Then? And it's like they never speak their, like, native language to other, other people, people of their race. Yeah. yeah. Because they should all... They all learned English probably on the plane ride over. Plane ride over. Spaceship ride over. But they all should have known a little bit of Loric. Yeah. Anyways, I just think it's they interesting. They did live on the planet till they were at least six, right? I think Marina was the oldest at eight. Back to John. So they can't get the globes to work again, but arrive in paradise. And the plan is, get the transmitter, leave. The transmitter that may or may not exist. May or may not exist. Either way, they're going to find something out. Probably. Um, John and Six go to the dial at Sam's house. And realize the reason Sam couldn't get in before, like, using, like, his birthday and shit like that, is because he was using human numbers. Mm. And there are the Loric symbols one through nine. So they put Sam's birthday in. And it opens. But as it opens, a light turns on in the house. And so Six and John just dart in there and leave Sam outside. Kind of fucked. Cool. Um, Downstairs, they see a huge fucking skeleton. Spooky, scary skeleton. But they're both like, that doesn't seem to be Sam's dad. (laughs) (laughs) No, like, the guy's like seven foot, eight foot tall. Uh, Well, he's dead, so. And he has a pendant, and they're like, well, we have no fucking clue who that is. Let's get some papers. (laughs) Grab that pendant. Yeah, so, well, that would have been a good idea. Loot that corpse. Loot that corpse. (laughs) Um, But they grab, like, a few papers that they can, you know, just put in their hands, and then a white tablet that they find, so... Probably the transmitter or just a tablet. Do they, do they loot the corpse? No. What the fuck? But maybe they would have. If you see a corpse, loot it. <laughs> maybe they would. That's, 19- for, that's advice for people at home. 1890s doctors. If you see a corpse, <laughs> corpse loot, loot it. it and bring it to me. <laughs> um, they might have looted it, but before they could do anything else, um, an above ground explosion rocks the shit out of them. Oh, cool. Does he kill Sam's mom? No, but they head outside and see a dozen of Moogs fighting BK and Sam, and the chest are all, like, disappeared, gone. Um, They join the fight and find Sam down and bloodied with his mom yelling for him. She can see him. Cool. Imagine how fucking devastating this would Your be. Your child disappears, and then it's fighting a bunch of aliens in your yard. Yeah, or just... At this point, she doesn't know they're aliens, but they're just, like, a bunch of fucking strangers with huge-ass weapons. Yeah. And he gets downed. And, um... Where was I? The Moogs get the chest. And, you know, they heal Sam with magic healing rock. And they start running after the Moogs with it. At least Sam gets to yell to his mom that he loves her, and he'll be back. Cool. Which, not ideal, but at least he got to say. 
I would say less than not ideal. Well, I just feel like Sam got some bits of closure. Yeah. His mom's still freaking the fuck out. But, yeah, either way. I guess his mom probably knew about the lorics and stuff, too. Yeah, maybe. Although, they would have kidnapped her probably as well. Yeah. When they took Malcolm, if they thought they had. They split up. Six goes with BK, because, like, the Moogs split up into separate groups. They don't know who has the chest. Yeah. So Six goes with BK, and Sam and John go together. And they still can't see if they have the chest. And then Mog and, Mog and Sam. John and Sam kill the Mogs they're after. They do not have the chest. And John's like, oh, do you know where we are? We're near Sarah's house. Shut the fuck up. Your friend and your cool dog are chasing down other aliens that For are your completely, shit. completely capable of killing them. For your shit. Yeah. That you don't even know what the fuck. Okay, I guess Henri's ashes are in the chest, so obviously important. But, like, everything else you know nothing about. Yeah. You just, like, have this possession over it. Yeah, this stone could just be, like, one of the stones could be, like, oh, this is the insta-win stone. Yeah. Bring this uh, to the top of the mountain and click this button and you win. But you have to be on Lorian to do it. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's fucking useless. So... POV switch. <laughs> We're back to Marina. Um, the door to the tower where um, her, her chest, and Annalena's passed out body are, and somebody's coming up. That made sense-ish. Somebody's coming up. She, the chest, and Annalena's passed out body are there. Yeah. She thinks fast and uses her telekinesis to take them all down the um, like outside part. Float them down the window? Yeah, pretty much. And she hides in the church in the same place where her chest was previously hidden. Can she telekinesis herself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she can fly. In theory. I will say they practice that in later books. Okay. But none of them are really good at it. Like any of them. <laughs> they actually all really, really bad at it. Cool. Um, hours later, Adelina wakes up and Marina's like, hey, there was a Moog here. And also, I got the chest up. And Adelina's finally talking sense. She's like, we have to leave immediately. Like, about goddamn time, bitch. You have 11 years. Anyways. Um, Adelina gets caught up by a nun. And um, this is, like, the mean nun. And Ella's like, oh, no, Marina was in the bedroom, like, all night. She's there now, actually. And the nun is like, fuck you, you're a lying bitch, Ella. And... <clears throat> the nun starts taking her away, presumably to beat the shit out of her again. Hell yeah. But Adelina... I love corporal punishment. But Adelina and Marina kind of, like, work together. And Adelina gets in, like, this weird Jesus-y beef with this nun. And the nun's like, you never should have belonged here. You're not even gonna... I, I Jesus, better than you, No, she's Jesus. like, you're never even gonna have... Like, we're gonna kick you out of here so fast, you're not even gonna have time to pray for forgiveness. And Adelina's like... Thanks. Oh my god, that's what I've been asking for (laughs) this whole fucking time. She's like, well, one, I already said we're leaving. Two, God always gives you time to pray for forgiveness. And three, I'm sorry you've forgotten your purpose here, sister. And, like, that's like a Jesus smackdown if I've ever seen one. That's a Jesus suplex for sure. Yeah, literally. So um, they just kind of head out after that. 
And Elle's like, hey, Marina, there were three men staring at your bed last night through the window. Oh, that's fucking creepy as shit. Yeah. And she was like, they were wearing trench coats and they were bald and they were gross. And they were actually three boys stacked on top of each other. (laughs) (laughs) That means there were nine boys there. Um, Oh, I put my glasses in my mouth. Quick math, Blue. Oh, yeah, I can do quick math. Ish. Um, Only when it comes to boys and trench coats. (laughs) Yep, exactly. Um... They start to pack to leave, and another girl, like, while Marina's getting ready to go, is like, hey, just so you know, school's canceled. They found a dead girl strangled to death at the school today. <laughs> what the fuck? And Marina's like, holy shit, the girl who got strangled is the girl who everybody always says looks eerily similar to me. Somebody tried to kill me. Cool. And killed her. Yeah. And she's like, also... The girl, the other random girl's like, also, hey, there's news vans outside because somebody saw someone flying around last night. Yeah. You, um, so in the original Terminator, mm-hmm. uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger goes back in time to kill Sarah Connor. Mm-hmm. The thing is, he doesn't know which Sarah Connor, so he's just going down the fucking oh, yeah. phone book. I remember that. So that's basically what they're doing. It's like... Yeah. Uh, we kind of know what she looks like. Let's kill everybody that kind of looks like her. Yeah, and it's Spain, so it's like, oh, a dark-haired girl with a general palish complexion and dark eyes. Oh, let's kill every girl. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, so Marina feels like she fucked shit up. Like, they saw her flying, somebody's dead because of her, and she waits for Adelina. We're POV switching. I mean, she, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I'm going to blame it all on Adelina. None of this would have happened if Adelina yeah, had true, done true, her true, job. True. And uh, none of it would have happened if the Moogs. Uh. It hadn't committed genocide, yes. Yeah, yeah. Back to John. Sam's like, fuck no, we are not going to Sarah's. We have to help Six. You Six dumb is ass. literally <laughs> fighting right now. And John's like... John and Sam... But how am I going to get smooched? Well, they oh, get into this no. weird little fight. He's And Sam's like, how can you love Sarah when all you do is flirt with Six? And John's like, yeah, I like, I like six, but I love Sarah. I'm going to see her. But I want to cheat on Sarah. I love her. And that's why I want to cheat on her with six. <laughs> and he's like staring at Sarah's house. I would actually argue that being a declared a terrorist would count constitute as a break in the relationship yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's like, why the fuck are you here? What? <laughs> yeah. Um, staring I at Sarah. Wa- wasn't she there for the terrorism? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but she could pull innocent bystander. Yeah. Just as Sam could still pull innocent bystander. Yeah. Hey, they kidnapped me. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, John has the brilliant idea. Oh, I'll text her to meet us at this playground. Oh, you dumb fucking son of a bitch. And Sam's like, fine, but you have ten minutes. And Sam and at at this point, I don't know what more I want Sam to do. Take his phone and smash it. Yeah, that would be beneficial, wouldn't it? Sarah and John meet, and they're like, oh, I love you. Oh, I love you. And Sarah's like, can I come with you? And John's like, no. She's like, things are bad for me. I'm getting bullied. Maybe you should turn yourself in. And she's, like, acting very strange. And, like, her phone's buzzing. He's like, what the fuck is going on? But he's so enthralled that, like, he can't think of that that way. And Sarah's like, what about Six? Are you in love with her? Like, have you kissed her? And she's like, no. He's like, no, I love you. And just, like, he has a bad feeling. And just then Sam pops up and he's like, hey, Ten, we gotta go. 
But before they do, Sam is tackled. Sarah is being pulled away and there's gas deployed as John is being surrounded. And he feels betrayed by Sarah as cuffs are being slapped around him and he's read his Miranda rights. Oh my god. Are you shocked? No, because he's a terrorist. Yeah, literally. POV switch. We're going to do a couple back and forth. a school. Yeah. We're going to do a couple back and forth POV switches. Marina, she realizes she should go in town to see Hector. I wanted to. Hector. And his mom... And she sees his mom, who's like, oh my god, you're my angel. You're the woman who healed me. She's like, no, I don't. No, I've literally never even Don't know what you're talking you. about. And she's like, Hector's at the cafe. And at the cafe... Get drunk, baby. She sees Hector talking to the mustached Mogadorian. Um, and she feels very betrayed. He doesn't know. Literally. <sighs> um, John... Four officers are riding with him, and he's like, I just hope Sarah didn't turn him in. What else could have happened? Ooh, yeah. I mean, it, it, maybe her phone was bugged and she didn't know, but, like, come on. Yeah. Um, the drive takes two hours before he's put into a small cell, and he can hear Sam is near him, but he can't open the lock because it is electronically controlled. Marina. She's running back to the orphanage, and Adelina is there with a picture of a loric symbol burned into a nearby mountain. Totally cash. Marina's like, hey, we gotta get Ella and go. And Adelina's like, what, why the fuck do we need to get Ella? But before they can do anything, the orphanage is racked by explosions. There's a massive hole in the roof. Okay, do the mokes need to find a different way of handling shit? Because that is so conspicuous. In con- yeah, yeah. But then there's a man in a trench coat pointing at her. <laughs> you. You. But I just want to say, too, so I get confused by the timeline here. They spoke to each other, let's say, 2 a.m., 4 a.m., something a.m., Marina's time. Mm-hmm. And, six, and Spain is six hours ahead of us. Yeah. In Ohio. So 10, 10 o'clock. Yeah, 10 and 4, let's say. No, wait, wait, wait. They're ahead of us. No, you're so right. So it'd be 2 a.m. What? Right? 10, 10 o'clock for John and Sarah and them. When they spoke on the magic rock. No, it's less time in Ohio. Yeah. Than it is. Oh, I meant 10 p.m. That's because I'm getting my a.m. and p.m.s wrong. No, it'd be 2 o'clock a.m. If it's 6 o'clock there. I'm doing... Minus 4. Yeah, I'm doing 10 p.m. 10 p.m., there. And 4 a.m. is six hours. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. So, which, okay. So, if they talked on Magic Rock at that point, let's say it's been another four hours. So now we're at 2 a.m. for John, and we're at 10, or we're at 8. For Marina and then. Yeah. I'm just saying keep this timeline in mind. Because. It gets worse. It gets worse. And the flight there is about an eight hour. So it's about an eight hour flight to Madrid. And then you'd have to drive to Madrid or from Madrid to wherever else. Yeah. This location What is. would be the closest airport even? Madrid. They're, they're, no, in Ohio. Are they going to Ohio? Who? Uh, Marina. Mm-mm. No. Where are they going? They're just going. Okay. 
They don't know where they're going. But, okay, I'm just saying, quick math, just keep those timelines in your head. Yeah. We're back to John, because why not? He is getting interrogated, slash, really, it's just questioning. They're like, where are you from? And he's like, hmm, and he's just like a sarcastic asshole about it, which, yeah. Where are you from? Oh, your mom. But all he can think about is like, oh, Sarah must have turned me in. I literally love her. What the hell? How could she do that? Don't make no sense. But, um, where was I? He antagonizes to the guard to the point where the guard is just about to open his cell, which is super unprofessional of the guard. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also like FBI, I think. What, how is this? Okay. CIA I, would handle this. I feel like they would because it's going to cause international incidents. Yeah. Actually, some black ops group we probably don't yeah, know of some, is... Yeah, some, uh, some mercenaries are going to attack these children. Mm-hmm. But, where was it? An explosion takes place, and Sam and John take this opportunity to escape with Six's help. She's there now. The Moogs are attacking, but they're able to get the tablet and the dagger on their way out. Like, how? I don't know. It should be in evidence. But apparently it was just lying on the table. Well, they might have had it be like, well, tell me what this is. Yeah, they did do that. Yeah. But, like, they had already put John back. Yeah. So it should have gone immediately right back to evidence. Yeah, you would think. You would think. But um, you know how incompetent and stupid cops are. It's true. I uh, keep taking my glasses off and, like, not being able to see. Um, they, again, do, like, a fast run. Um, <laughs> not, like, one of those slow runs. No, hell no. And John to six... This pisses me off. This is the kind of part where I'm, like, getting mad at John. John's like, hey, did you get my sec- my chest? And Six is like, fuck you. You left me alone. To go to, see your girlfriend. To go talk to your girlfriend while I fought for my fucking life for your stupid ass chest. Yeah. And then, to boot, your stupid fucking girlfriend turned you in. And now I have to rescue you from this fucking shit. Literally. Do I have your chest? Fuck you. I would be so mad if oh I was God. six. He getting decked. Yeah. So six is like, "Fuck you! I'm going to Spain." He's like, "Why Spain?" And she like the fucking beam of light, idiot. Yeah, because somebody burned our symbol into a mountain. Let me just list three things. Somebody burned our symbol into a mountain. A woman who's been sick with Parkinson's and cancer miraculously cured. Yeah. And they saw people flying. Three things in one teeny tiny Spanish village. Yeah. I'm going to go because somebody there needs help. And John's like, super selfishly, I'm going to stay and get my chest. From their fucking headquarters? From their headquarters. They're just a little bit like... Are you dumb? Yes. Because then he pulls out like the magic rock that transfers power. It's called the Zatharis. X-I-T-H-A-R-I-S. Zatharis. I do not care. Well, I just can't pronounce it. And Six kind of, like, gives him some of her invisibility. So we're doing the classic third act split up. Yeah. Which always goes great. And never causes problems. No. Marina. This is a bunch of POV shifts. She kills the Moog pointing at her and goes to Adelina to get the chest. Back to John. These are quick. Six says they're somewhere around DC. So remember the time issue we just had? They're going... They're in DC and she's like, I'm leaving for Spain in an hour... 
And Sam's like, well, I'm going to go with John to get the chest. So John, Sam, and BK are leaving Six all alone to go to Spain. After leaving her alone. Alone again. Yeah. Yeah. But again, remember the time thing here. If these things are happening simultaneously, Marina's in a fight with the Moogs. Yes. While John, while Six is hopping a plane. An eight-hour flight and possibly another two hours. To drive to where she is. Yeah. Probably more. Probably more. Um, Marina, her chest is gone. But uh, Adelina pulls out this Loric pendant that she was hiding the whole time. The same pendant they all wear. She's like, hey, I was juking you. This was yours the whole time and I was keeping it. And she's like, I'm sorry. I'll never forgive myself for not training you properly. Nor should you. Yeah. Because you really fucked up. Yeah. You had one fucking job. Yep. Although I will agree. They were like, go to the planet and train these dudes. I will agree. Huge fucking job. Yeah, yeah. But one. Yeah. One thing. John. Again, these are pretty back to back. Before Six leaves, she tells them a few things. One, she hands them a slip of paper. This is the location I would be at in two weeks. Plan for this reunion. What would you do if you were handed a piece of paper with the only location you know someone will be at? Memorize it. Memorize it immediately. Burn it. Yep, correct. They don't do that. Two. What the fuck? (laughs) Two. Bernie Kozar cannot go into the cave. There's some sort of gas that kills all the animals that try to come in or out. So there's like a gas wall air pressure thing. So Bernie Kozar's out for the count. Cannot be involved. Three. The cave is decked out with all kinds of gadgets. And once their magic stone is out, they're fucked. Their magic stone has one hour of power. Back to Marina. They plan. To, they're like, they're like, what's the plan? And Adelina's like, we just gotta go. <laughs> That's the fucking we plan. We have to leave. But before they can, they run into some mogs and Adelina starts the process of sacrificing herself. Which is not nearly as whiny and important as Henri's. Yeah. So I kind of skipped it a little bit. John. Because she's been a fucking asshole. She's been a huge. She she slapped like, her. Yeah, yeah. Let her get bullied. Not that important to me. Dumbledore to Harry, basically. Yeah, good idea. Well, except for Dumbledore had way more plot development. Yeah. And he was the ass- an asshole the whole time. Yeah. Back to John. Six leaves them after some hugs and sweets. And she gives both of them very serious kisses. On the mouth? On the mouth. Both of them. That's like the two dudes kissing. <laughs> and then Sam and John kiss. Well, basically, you know, John's like... She's like, I've liked you these past couple of weeks. She's straight to the fucking point. Yeah. I would never forgive John for leaving me it's, twice. It's like she's in a life or death scenario <laughs> and wants to get her point across. Right. Because she might die at any moment. Six is like, there's this other character that we're going to meet shortly. His name is, he's nine, number nine. Yeah. He is just like Six where he's like straight to the fucking point. Like, yeah. I do not fuck around. And that's shit I appreciate. Yeah. Six Six is the most realistic character in the, yeah. any of this. Because like the issue, we've talked about it before where the issue is like, oh, they didn't communicate. Uh-uh. Six is communicating. Yeah. I like Sam. I like John. I like the both of you. I'm kissing the both of you before I leave. Yeah. Also, fuck you for leaving me. Yeah. So... Where was I? So John's like, hey, I've liked you too, but I love Sarah and the Loric only have one love. And Six is like, don't take this the wrong way. That's dumb as fuck. Katerina, her sepan, told me about the multiple loves she had over the years on Lorianne. She's like, it sounds like Henri may have been a romantic and wanted you to have the same type of experience as he did. So 
you could have just like the one special love like him yeah she's like not saying anything just letting you know that my experience with katarina was that katarina had multiple loves. that's not how that works yeah yeah which it's not a biological thing fuck Henri for that yeah yeah that is not fucking cool to just make shit up yeah you can't lie about a species that is especially something that serious like what if where you're the only yeah like what if john did fall in love with another person because he's liking six and he's having all this inner turmoil yeah First of all, he probably barely loved Sarah. He knew her for, like, three fucking months. Mm -hmm. Yeah, anyways, that's pretty fucked. So, where was I? And, yeah, basically, they're like, I like Sam, I like you, bye. And John, actually, when John's like, but you, you just said that you liked me and Sam. And she's like, and you just said you liked me and Sarah. Yeah. John's like, but, but girl can't love two can't like two can't like two girls but they split up after this um sorry we have a rhino that's been living with us lately (laughs) yeah his name's bruno oh i guess it's not bruno that's dumb okay back to marina adelina this that kind of ends the then back-to-back povs so we're still going though back to marina adelina starts fighting the shit out of these mugs mugs fuck out of these no she's really killing it like marina's like holy crap like i am genuinely impressed but she's just got a kitchen knife so it's like nothing um and just as marina's impressed adelina's just as dead because a moog just stabs her straight through the fucking heart that's how it works sometimes yep and i don't know why she was standing back not joining in the fight Mm -hmm. but she then kills the moog because she's more traumatized yep yes that too and holds her dead sapon and another Mogadorian is attacking her, and she's, like, injured, which is surpri- which surprises her. She's, like, yeah. like it's in her shoulder. She's, like, what the f-? Like, bleeding. Yeah. She's never done that really before, you know? hmm So she's, like, that must mean the charm is broken. Somewhere two Loric have gone together. Mm. So it breaks it for all of them. Mm-hmm. They're oh. all fucked because two of them decided oh to get together. Oh, my God. And there's no way of knowing besides what just happened yeah. to her. Um, so the Moog is also surprised. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, nice. shit. And then another Moog kills that Moog. It's the Moog that's been seen around town. Yeah. The guy with the mustache. She's like, are they so selfish that they will kill one of another one another to kill me? Yeah. And the Moog is like, hey, not a Moog. I'm not a Mogadorian. Hey, what's up? My name's Creighton. I'm actually one of you. And she just goes with it and follows him right yeah. off the bat. Which is way, like, she is way too fucking trusting. Was, okay. <laughs> okay. Even though I thought you were a Moog for, like, the past three weeks. All right, cool. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, you told me you weren't, so. Yeah, easy Mogs peasy. wouldn't lie. Moogs can't lie, actually. Yeah, they turn into autistic. dust. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As everybody knows, autistic people can, just cannot lie. Well, they're certainly not good at it. <laughs> not big ones, at least. Um, But, yeah, so she goes, and Ella is there, but Ella's older. You know, she was seven, and Ella looks like 11 now. She's like, what the fuck? And Creighton's like, hey, look at me. Heal heal yourself. And she's like, oh, my God. Great fucking idea, Creighton. And heals herself. Hadn't even occurred to her. And he's like, hey, the chest needs to be kept safe. It is more important than you know. Also, Ella is a guard, not a Moog. She's another Loric. She's number 10. And the last elder on Lorianne 
sacrificed himself to save her. She has Eternus, which is the ability to turn her age back. At, at like whatever biological age she is, she can go from there to baby. She's biologically eleven. Okay. Are you are you here? Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> okay. That's a dumb fucking power, but. Well, he's he later mentions that this particular elder lasted so long he was old as balls because he just kept turning back his age. Yeah. So. I guess that is basically immortality, like just yeah. biological immortality. Yeah. Which, you know, I believe in, I would believe in biological immortality more so than I'd believe in, like, the magical immortality. Yeah, yeah. And that's also kind of convenient for this situation where you can just, like, get through security and airport shit yeah. by just turning into an infant. Yeah, yeah. And then if we're going long term, don't have to pay for real meals. Yeah. Hey, she's only two. Yeah. But, yeah, no... But, like, in all seriousness, like, you can infiltrate more because people trust little kids more. Yeah. So. It's... Does she keep her cognitive ability at yes. all ages? Yes. Okay. So, so, if she's an infant, she has the cognitive ability of an 11-year-old. Yeah. So, uh, at whatever biological age she's at. She doesn't, like, lose memory or anything. Mm. She just physically transforms into the younger age. Okay. But she can't well, go past her biological, so she can't turn out and look 15. Yeah, yeah. What was your question? Um, well, does that also mean her brain just stays the same? Because that would be bad also if they get, like, Alzheimer's and shit. Mm, that's true. I bet, again, magic book doesn't make any sense. Yeah. We've already discussed how bad the charm is. Um, I would say that if she got ill, she would be able to turn back prior to the brain issue. But it would be a hard time turning back because she would still, like, she'd be there. Yeah. I don't know, though. Yeah. Okay. So, Creighton's like, I tried to approach Adelina directly, but Adelina was like, fuck you. Which, fuck Adelina. As she. Oh, oh, Adelina. I was Adelina. Like, no, no. Marina, yeah, I would Marina should have been like, Marina's fuck like, you. I don't know who the fuck you are. And But Adelina was probably like, this is God's world. So... He's like, and the issue is we needed you to have the chest prior to me actually coming to get you and run off yeah. with you. Ella had been looking for it the whole time. Yeah. She's like, um, when you open the chest, you told the Mogs, Mogs, exactly where you were by touching that crystal. There's some sort of satellite in orbit, Loric satellite in orbit. Radical. That will show them exactly where she is. Okay. So basically what he's saying right now. Is every time one of them opens their chest, if they touch a specific crystal, the Moogs know exactly where they are. So they put a fucking beacon mm -hmm. to the Moogs in the box. Yes. That they gave to the kids. But I think the satellite was originally Loric and the Moogs just have control now. Okay. So they didn't expect the Moogs to get control. Idiots. So... He then shows, he's like, hey, look at all these guns. I've poisoned them so that they will be... He, he's just, like, badass extraordinaire at this point. Yeah. Um, he's like, hey, Hector will hopefully do what I need him to do. That's why I talked to him earlier. So Hector's going to be involved. And we're going to go to the lake and kill them all. Cool. Back to John. Good plan. Seems really... I, Marina's like, I don't know why we need to go to the lake. 
but you're an adult and you seem in charge. You seem like you have the tactical advantage in this. I'm going with you. Mm -hmm. So back to John. We're getting close-ish to the end. He's tactic cool. Ooh, okay. Sam and him talk about kissing six and how she likes them both. Not priority. Not priority. And Sam is like, this is all crazy. And John's like, I know, right? Like, thinking about the love. And Sam's like, no, like, everything. Mountains, aliens, everything that is happening. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not that. <laughs> everything is crazy. And he brings up an excellent point. How do the Mogadorians move around so freely? And they both realize at this point, the government has the to be government. involved. The government. Duh. So, after realizing the government must be involved somehow, which, like, obviously, that one right off the bat, easy, they drive until they reach the town Six told them about. She said, I hit a map there that will get you to the mountain. Honestly, I do not blame the government at all. No. If if an alien race, like, came up, proved they were aliens, and were like, hey, there's other aliens that are fucking gonna kill people. Yeah. And then they were like, they bomb a school. And they're like, they did this. Mm-hmm. See what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's classic manipulation. And yeah. I, I would agree. I mean, I very rarely agree with government. But if that's what I heard. Yeah. I wouldn't trust them. No. They'd twist it the way. Like, yeah. We see that all the time nowadays. Like, yeah. But I get it. So um, they basically get this map and they have to hike and do all kinds of shit to get to the mountain. And at the entrance of the mountain, there are hundreds of dead animals. So they're like, oh, cool. Can't can't take BK in, as if Six would have lied about that. And they get ready, and they start their way down towards the mountain. Just like a line of ants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. John, so they have an hour of... Wait. Why do they not think that it, work, it works on anything besides moles? They're the human animals. Like, like earth animals in front of it. No, what I'm, it, could, it could work on Sam. Mm. Or John. Or John. Well, I like, guess it wouldn't work on John because six got through. I guess so. Unless they edited yeah, the formula. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Yeah. Because they're, cause they're fucking teenagers. Yeah. And for some reason, they think an hour of invisibility is going to be enough to get them through a whole mountain. Yeah. A whole mountain base. Um, when they head in, they're like, wow, this is going to be difficult to find What do you things. think the square footage on that bad boy is? Well, Sam makes an observation that it could take months to, to um, like, find any, like, everything in here. Yeah. Like, it would take months to, I can't even think, like, excavate? Like, do, like, finding things. Explore. Yeah. So, that Words. big. That big. Yeah. There's, like, a main cavern, giant pit of molten lime green lava. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously. Cool. Catwalk across Brought their it. own lava from home. <laughs> Catwalk across it and then like a steam engine looking thing. So like they're like, that must be the power source. Okay. <laughs> um, They see like an extremely large tunnel and they're like, that probably holds the beasts because the beasts need to get in there. And again, they're rushing around trying to find shit. And at one point they're like, we only have like 15 minutes left. Like, fuck. Yeah. And John realizes that like... Oh, hey, Sam, where would you put the... If you were... A Moog. Where would you put the chest you wouldn't want anyone to find? Not in the fucking main mountain base, for one. Yeah. But say it's in the main mountain base. The middle of it? Yeah. Like a maze type thing? 
Yeah. Well, they realized it must be with the beasts. Somewhere no one would dare go. Yeah. So, they go to the beasts. <laughs> and on their way, they pass um, what looks like cells, like a torture chamber. Cool. And they see a young human man being pulled um, by two Mogadorians, and he's been badly beaten. And John selfishly pulls Sam away, despite knowing that his father might be in there. Because his chest is... The chest that he knows not... He knows two... What two things in it do. And to be fair, it is their best lead. Their best lead would be Sam's fucking dad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know what you're saying. At that point, before they knew Sam's dad could be there. Yes. Chest was best lead. Yeah. Current best lead would be the man who knows enough... Who knows... Node. Knew, <laughs> node, knew enough about the Loric that he was trusted to protect them for a certain amount of time. Yeah. And has been held captive for 10 years, or 12 years, however long. Yeah. How much knowledge did he gain then? Yeah. But no, he's got to get this fucking, fucking chest. Dude, I need my box. I don't care about your dad. <laughs> I don't care about your stupid fucking dad. My box has Henri's ashes in it. And uh, 17 stones that I don't know what they do. Like, pretty rocks. Pretty rocks. And again, the the mugs can't even fucking open the chest. Yeah. The mugs can't open the chest. It's not like they're getting into it to... No. To, like, like, dig around and learn things. Yeah, you can get it later. It took them three years to open Six's chests. Yeah. Chest. You have 15 minutes left. Oh, my God. So they make it to the Mega Beast room, and the Mega Beast, he's like 50 feet tall, kind of looks like a man, but with longer arms, which I don't like at all. No. Um, and they see two chests, and John realizes, like, hey, that other one must not be sixes. And Sam's like, why? It's not open. And John's <laughs> like, why would they relock it and yeah. hide it in the room in here? Yeah. So that means they have somebody else's chest. And that means Sam goes, that must mean they're holding another one of you either captive or they've stolen just the chest. Does the box itself burn up when they kill it? Kill a... No, just the inside so item. So it should be other box that they don't know that the shit's burned up in. So just as they're talking, shockingly, invisibility, invisibility lifts and the sirens echo and wow, wow, wow. the beast is staring at them. Is it because they're right there? Yeah, right in front of his fucking face. So we're back to Marina, and Creighton cool. <laughs> absolutely... I don't want to know what's going on with that plot. Well, Creighton absolutely fucks shit up. Creighton becomes badass number one, but gets injured, and Marina heals him. And he's like, whoa, Hector's late, but Hector's there. And he's taking them to the lake. And he's like, Marina, I'm so grateful at you for healing my mom. It's like, okay. Cool. Not important right now. No. Thank you. Uh, move on. Yeah. So... Pray to me. I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Marina is like, why are we heading to the lake? But apparently something named Olivia is there. And before anyone can explain what a chimera is... Chimera, goddammit. Chimera. Chimera. Can you tell I read words instead of say them out loud more often? The Mogs show up, Mogs, and she has she and Ella have to run. So this whole scene that's happening, I don't really get it. There's yeah. a lot of running. They must be running around the lake. I don't know. And again, think of the They're time... They're running on the lake. It's like Naruto. Naruto. 
Or Jesus. <laughs> or Jesus. <laughs> the more you famous know the walking on water more person. More famous anime. <laughs> anime. Mm-hmm. Christianity. But remember the timeline that happened. Yeah. So, maximum, it's been like, what, five hours? Yeah, five, six hours. Um, which would be absolute maximum. Yeah. Because Marina's timeline seems like it's only happened in like an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. But John's timeline seems like it's been ten. Yeah. So... What Dunkirk-ass shit is going on right now? <laughs> Literally. Um, uh, Olivia appears as a huge-ass animal, 10 to 15 stories tall, so bigger yeah. than all of the Moog animals we've seen. Um, just at the neck, too. Yeah. So, like, if Loch Ness Monster, picture Loch Ness Monster is what yeah. I pictured. And fucks up a lot, but the small beast crawls that the Moogs brought um, kill her instantly, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, kill that bitch. Ella and Marina are still running away until Marina opens the trunk of a tree with... I don't fucking know what power she uses to do that. Just Literally no idea. Grabs the door handle. <laughs> but she shoves her chest in there and then shoves Ella in there to protect her. And then the you medium... You know how you heal a tree into being a door in a room? Yeah. And then the medium animals show up. These are the pikins. Mm, the pika cats. Yes. But a storm is brewing very heavily... And she got fucked up by the Pikins, and then Moog is standing over her. Her stomach's, like, ripped open. Oh, my God. Is the storm fucking what's-her-face? And um, it starts to rain as she attempts to heal herself. John. <laughs> they start to fight this big human-like monster. Okay, this is a lot that happens in this chapter for John. And it's literally the two of them and a dagger... But they managed to get the better of it when John... Okay, 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 okay. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, let me tell you how he gets the better uh, of it uh, first. <sighs> he stabs it between every single one of its toes. And then when it comes down <laughs> to, like, grab its little beans, John oh, no, shines my, his lumen into his beans. eyes. Shines the lumen into his eyes, and the beast falls over into the magma. Which so is he in its injects room. him with heroin between the toes. Yeah, but um. with a little tiny dagger. <laughs> Oh my god. And then what does he do? He flashes him. Flashes his lumen. Ah! Out my eyes. The Moog falls backwards because his eyeballs got hurt. Yeah. Into the mega lime green lava. (laughs) And dies. But conveniently, as he falls backwards, he hits the cage where the chests are in. And opens it. The chests are freed. That's like when you're playing a video game and you shoot one thing and it makes a chain reaction that opens the next area. Mm -hmm. And even like the author and everybody, like Sam goes, tell me you meant to do that. And John's like, I no, didn't do anything. (laughs) But that was goofy. And as they regroup, they're like, oh shit, there's going to be a bunch of mugs outside the door. What? So They're going to protect the one thing that they know you're probably here for? (laughs) So John's like, hey... I'm going to use my lumen, my fire resistance, to grab this molten lime green lava and, and throw it And huck it at him like a monkey with its shit. But use my telekinesis to make it go wide. So he does that, and they kill a lot of them. He shotgun blasts lava at him. But they don't kill all of them. So they're like, what are we going to do? Hey, conveniently, there's... Throw some- it again! Something that looks like a control panel. Throw it more! I'm going to throw the magic <laughs> lime green lava at the control panel. Or the other dudes! Which makes all the blue force fields, there's blue force fields, oh, okay. disappear. I don't know why there wasn't a blue force field in front of Mega 50 Foot Man with or beans. Or the boxes. Or anything. 
And no, the, we got force fields. We keep the most important shit behind metal. <laughs> and the cages to all the animals open up, so they just book it. Yeah. Again, they're visible now with two chests. Mm-hmm. I never really got the sizing of the chests. I am imagining like an IKEA cube. Okay. Like one of those. I imagine the storage much bigger, boxes. But yeah, I think that's correct. So by the time they realize where they are, they're back in the cell area. Where people are being tortured. Oh. And John's like, we can't, Sam. And Sam's like, fuck, fuck you. you. We most certainly can't. You and went we to most- see your fucking girlfriend and got us arrested by <laughs> the CIA. We are here. We're already found out. What We're going to fucking look. Yeah. And so apparently when they hit the control thing, it got rid of all the blue force fields. Oh, everything opened. So including the cells. So a boy about John's age with long dark hair is like, "Hey, there's no force fields." And John's like, "No, I think I broke them." And the cat and Sam's like, "Do you know Malcolm Good?" Yeah. And the boy's like, "Shut up and back off." And he rips the door off his hinges. And then like John doesn't realize anything's weird until he looks at his leg and he's like, "He's got the same scars I do. He must oh. be Loric." Normal humans can just rip them door off their hinges the, the him ripping the door off the hinges didn't get me but that but that does yeah so he's like hey i'm number nine that's my chest thank you and again that's number- me box give me my box please <laughs> but number nine is like very confident about what's in his chest his sapon taught him fucking right he's like this is mine this long glowy stick is mine and then nine reveals he has x-ray vision mm-hmm. that he can like point and make x-rays and go through it. <laughs> it gives people... It's like the cancer ray from that one show. <laughs> yeah. But he could transfer his legacies to humans. So he gives Sam x-ray vision. And is like, go search for your papa. Yeah. We'll handle the mokes. And as he heads off, obviously, more show up. And Nine reveals another legacy. Super useful. Anti-grav. So he climbs up on the wall, up into the ceiling, and pops up behind the mokes and rips them to shreds. <laughs> I just imagine him on the ceiling. <laughs> Spider boy. <laughs> so as they start heading out again, or at some point. <laughs> they're, just, they're just looking up at him like, what are you doing? <laughs> Bam. As, um, where was I? As they, at some point, John and Sam are separated. And Nine is fucking shit up. At, with a smile on his face. And John's like, what are you doing? Are you enjoying this? And Nine's like, I have been captive for a year. Yeah, they've been torturing me I for a whole year. I'm loving this. this. I am loving this. And they start heading out again, and Nine's, like, fucking shit up. They can't find Sam, and John gets, like, really fucked up close to the exit, and they just have to leave and regroup. Cool. So they leave Sam. Radical. In the mountain. And they Does re- John care about anybody? Sarah. Oh, yeah. And Henri. Dead Henri. So. Is that enough? No. Oh. And so as they're regrouping, a big spaceship lands outside the mountain. Perfect timing. Awesome. And the man, the big man with the purple scar on his neck that John sees in his visions pops out. And Nine's like... give me a kiss. This is still a dream. (laughs) Nine's like, hey, that's Cetricus Ra. Cool. And that's the leader, and I'm going to kill him for every day he tortured me and my Sapon. And for some reason, Nine and John decide to charge him. And John... leader of the whole shit. Yeah. From a brutal species that is probably based on strength 
their leadership mm-hmm. is based on strength. You're going to fight that guy? Yeah. And John's injured. And he's even more injured because he doesn't realize in time that the force field is backed up, back up, bangs into it, and passes out. Cool. Marina. We're really close. We've only got like two or three more sections. Oh um, Can we go on vacation? We're so close. Marina, a bolt of lightning hits the Moog and kills it instantly. And she releases Ella from her tree. And Hector, Hector and Clayton approach. Or Creighton. I guess it could have been like one of those um, vine trees. Are yeah. those in Spain? I don't know. No. Hector's injured. And Creighton's like, hey, we got to go to the dam. And they're like, what is happening with this storm? It's crazy. And as they are running, the rain just stops over them. Hey, Blue. What does a fish say when it runs into the wall? What, Justin? Damn. Good job, baby. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Um, stops over them, but continues around the other Moogs. And this is when Marina takes time to heal Hector. She should just be healing non-fucking-stop. Yeah. Like, hand out, touch, you no, touch. Okay, good. Just heal them, even if they are you, you good. Give them some energy or something, like. Yeah. It, does it not, like, just reset them? I don't know. I feel like it should. And at some point, they all head towards the middle of the lake, swimming. I don't know why. And something's falling out of the sky. It's a human with dark Dude, hair. Imagine, and like. If you could heal yourself, imagine how strong you could get. Yeah. Healing the muscle tears. Yeah. yeah. Do a set of squats to failure. Heal them up. Heal them up. Do, Do it, it again. again. Mm-hmm. Heal them up. Do it again. I would need my healing energy to heal the tiredness I feel, though. Yeah. Like, but I feel like it would. Yeah. Maybe not mentally. Like, you would but still even need then, to sleep. You would, if, if that's the case, you would condition yourself so fast anyway yeah yeah so this dark-haired girl's falling out of the sky and disappears and clayton's like oh shit she's got invisibility don't know how i picked up on that so fucking fast um invisible girls fighting on the shore so marina joins the fight well if you see like footprints moving around and dude's like oh fuck (laughs) and six they're like hey i'm six and they're like hey i'm seven six and seven and they fight together and (laughs) creighton and ella and Hector eventually join in and assist until Hector is killed. And her and Hector, her chest and Hector are thrown into the lake. Hector dead? Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then the fighting is over. His mom's not. <laughs> no, he's, no, he's not. And Ella and Creighton explain to Six what's going on while Marina goes into the lake to get her chest. Because, again, she can uh, breathe underwater. Yeah. And she tries in vain to heal Hector, but obviously he's fucking dead. Dead, dead, dead. John. <sighs> He, we're so close. He wakes back up on the back of BK, who's a horse now. And Ooh. Nine's like, hey, you're an idiot for running into that force field. Sam's either dead or getting tortured. Yeah. Um, and John's like, we have to go back. And Nine is like, are you no. literally fucking insane? <laughs> and he's like, also, while you were out, I found out another one of my legacies is I can talk to animals. So BK's taking us back to the car. Yeah. At some point in like the next one or two books, John gets like insanely jealous that Nine can talk to animals too. Um, but Nine's like, cool, what's the next move? Nine's chill as fuck, what's next? Yeah. And, um, You have a plan, right? Yeah. You didn't just walk into the mountain headquarters with a You memorized the piece of paper? Perfect. And as Nine drives, John's being all, woe is me, and he goes, Sam had the location in his pocket. Fuck you. Fuck everything. (laughs) So she's gonna show up, and the Moogs are gonna be like, hey, what's up, dog? Yeah, hey, awesome, thanks for giving us your location. Yeah. And Nine's like, chill, things will happen the way they happen. 
Nine's chill. It's, uh, yeah. He's, he's, he's got to be mentally broken. He's fucking stoned as shit, actually. Yeah. And so Nine says he and his Sapon got tortured in some way. Yeah. Six avoided that. So there's obviously a very different mental exit of yeah. the torturing area. So John's like, I feel like North's the way to go. <laughs> he spun around with his hand over his eyes and stopped. Yeah. And said, that way. Marina, um, Marina's like, hey, Six, do you know John Smith? And she's like, actually, yeah, that's number four. We were just vibing. Yeah. And Marina's like, cool. Are we going to go to America? And they're like, why not? And Crane's like, why not? I'll tell you why not. I'm an adult. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, wait, 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 wait. No. (laughs) Why are you guys making the plans? He's like, this is the calm before the storm. Yeah. Their leader, Setra, we're going to call him Ra, We'll be here to fight soon, and you guys are not ready to fight him based on what I've yeah. just seen. And Creighton's like, before we can go to America to meet up with four, we have to find the Chimeras. And he's like, I know where the Chimeras are. Yeah. That's it. That's the, that's the book. That's the book? Awesome. How'd you feel? It's a book, and it's pissing me off. It's piss- Did John make you mad? Yeah, because it's a bad book. Because John's an asshole. Sam, we can't go find your papa. we got to find my chest. Literally fucking infuriates yes, yeah. me. It's it's a different when the when a main character is flawed in an understandable way. Yeah, right off the start too. Yeah, they just kind of threw John into the deep end. We're like, we're not gonna, we're just gonna fuck you over for a second. Yeah, yeah. You're just gonna, you're just gonna be an asshole. I have to see my girlfriend, bro. What? Bro, what? Sam should have punched the shit out of him. Oh my god, Sam should have left. Yeah. Left John alone. I'm actually going to go to six and help her. Yeah, get your stupid... Okay, so anyways, like I said, you got mad, right? So, next book we have... How many more additional characters? We have nine, Creighton, and Ella. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't remember whose POVs we're going to see, but it's intense, so... It's just going to keep adding more characters. I added a character, so you know how I did the character list. Okay, like and subscribe. No. <laughs> okay. But we do have to go. Um, yeah, do like and subscribe. Follow us on TikTok. We're also on YouTube. Um, five. Five. Yeah, give us a review, please. Only fives. Or zero. Only five, five stars. Fives. We're also on Apple. I never mentioned Apple because, ew. It is a pain in the ass to upload to. It's so. such a pain in the ass. Um, so if you listen on Apple, let us know because we hate uploading yeah. on Apple. But we just might stop. <laughs> no, we won't. I would like to, though. But my name's Blue, and I love to read. My name's Justin, and I don't like reading. <laughs> <laughs>